0: Chapter One of Our Little Korean Cousin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Larry Wilson. Our Little Korean Cousin by H. Lee M. Pike. Chapter One Some Queer Things. Young Pock was a very queer name of a queer little boy who lived in a queer house in a queer city this boy was peculiar in his looks his talk was in a strange tongue his clothes were odd in colour and fit his shoes were unlike ours and everything about him would seem to you very unusual in appearance but the most wonderful thing of all was that he did not think he was a bit queer and if he should see one of you in your home or at school or at play he would open wide his slant eyes and wonder at your peculiar ways and dress the name of the country in which this little boy lived is korea one thing about young pak though was just like little boys everywhere when he first came to his home in the korean city a little bit of a baby his father and mother were very very glad to see him your father and mother gave you no warmer welcome than the parents of this little Korean baby gave to him. Perhaps young Pak's father did not say much, but anyone could have seen by his face that he was tremendously pleased. He was a very dignified man, and his manner was nearly always calm, no matter how stirred up he might have felt in his mind. This was one of the rare occasions when his face expanded into a smile, and he immediately made a generous offering of rice to the household tablets. All Koreans pay great honor to their dead parents, and tablets to their memory are placed in some room set apart for the purpose. Before these tablets sacrifices are offered, Young Pak's father would have been almost overwhelmed with terror at the thought of having no one to worship his memory and present offerings before his tablet. It is to be feared that if, instead of Pak a little daughter had come to this Korean house, The father and mother would not have been so pleased. For strange as it may seem to you who live in homes where little daughters and little sisters are petted and loved above all the rest of the family, in Korea little girls do not receive a warm welcome, though the mothers will cherish and fondle them as much from pity as from love. The mothers know better than anyone else how hard a way the little girl will have to travel through life but it is young pak we want to tell you about as his father was a wealthy man all the comforts and luxuries which could be given to a cream baby were showered on this tiny boy one of the queer things though was that he had no little cradle in which he might be rocked to sleep and you know that all babies especially little babies sleep a great deal so how do you suppose young pak's mother used to put him to sleep in this land where cradles were unknown she put him on the bed and patted him lightly on the stomach this she called totak totak as young pak grew older he was given many toys among them rattles drums flags and dolls just as you had them some of the toys though were very peculiar ones different from anything you ever saw he had little tasseled umbrellas just like the big one his father used when he walked out in the sun. He also had little fringed hats and toy chariots with fancy wheels. One of Young Pock's favorite toys was a wooden jumping jack with a pasteboard tongue. By pulling a string, the tongue was drawn in and a trumpet carried up to the mouth. Another favorite toy was a tiger on wheels. Tiger hunting, by the way, was considered great sport by Young Pock's father. It was a very dangerous one, too and sometimes lives were sacrificed in his efforts to capture or kill this fierce wild beast. Sometimes the animal was caught in a trap which was nothing less than a hut of logs with a single entrance. In the roof of the hut, heavy beams would be placed on a forked stick. The bait, a young lamb or kid, would be tied beneath the beams. The moment the bait was touched, down would come the heavy timber, smash, on the tiger's head. But young Pock's tiger was ferocious only in looks. It was made of paper pulp and painted with bright stripes. This harmless image of a fierce beast, young Pock, would pull about the floor with a string by the hour. All his pets were not wood and paper. Real live animals he had. Puppies and kittens, of course. His greatest pet, though, was a monkey. What little boy ever saw a monkey that he didn't want for his own? So when Young Pak's father made him a present of a monkey, a real monkey, alive, he just danced with glee. This monkey was not a very large one, not over a foot high, but he could cut capers and play tricks equal to any monkey you ever saw traveling with an organ grinder. He was dressed in a scarlet jacket, and he was always with Young Pak, except sometimes when he would try to plague him by breaking away and running perhaps to the housetop or to the neighbor's garden after a little while young pak got used to these monkey shines and he knew that his pet would not stay away long after meal-time as young pak grew older he was allowed to play with the other boys of his own age a favorite sport was hunting the ring in this game the boys would get together quite a large heap of sand in this sand one of them would hide a ring And then the urchins would all get slender sticks and poke around in the pile trying to find the ring whoever succeeded in getting the ring on his stick won the game and carried the prize home as a sign of victory sometimes young pak would be the winner and then he would march home with great glee and show the trophy to his father one of the first things young pak was taught was to be respectful of his father never was he allowed to fail in this duty in the least this does not seem strange when we know what a sober serious dignified man young Pock's father was it would not do to allow his son to do anything that would upset his dignity though he loved him very much indeed it was far different with the boy's mother her little boy soon learned that her wishes Counted for very little in the family and she never ventured to rebuke him no matter how seriously he might offend her or what naughty thing he might do one queer thing about young pak was the way he used to wear his hair while still very young his head was shaved except a little round spot on the very crown here it was allowed to grow and as years went by it grew quite long and was braided in two plaits down his back when young pak grew to be a man the long hair was knotted up on the top of his head and for this reason many people call koreans top knots. but of this arrangement of the hair we shall tell more farther on End of chapter one